Well, one week only, we're dropping any semblance of pretense that we are coming to you live on a Sunday morning for this special cross-channel episode in which I, here in the UK, am joined by a very special double act in sunny Cannes in La Belle France. Who better to discuss the return of Mipim to the March calendar than editor Sam McClary and her predecessor and EG's Director of Market Development, Damien Wilde. Uh, am I right in thinking this is the first time I've managed to get you both on the same EGLSM bill? It might be, actually. I think it is. And it, it took, took sending you to France to achieve it. <laughs> um, I'm just going to correct you on the sunny can as well. It is not sunny. Oh. Nor is it warm. It is and beautiful it here in the UK. That okay, thank no you very much. Disappointment to you. <laughs> and nor is our French as good as yours, <laughs> yeah. I should say, as well, as uh, our ordering a pizza just attested to. Monge two, monge two. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so uh, apologies uh, to those at home for the slightly uh, more noise in the background than usual, but that is uh, a necessity when you're, you're recording like this in a restaurant, I assume? Outside on the street, yeah. Outside on the street, so we're getting a bit of <laughs> local flavour. Uh, and uh, with, you, with you both here, I'm expecting record listening figures uh, for this one. Uh, now, Sam, I'm going to turn to you first, uh, because as is tradition, uh, your MIPIM experience does tend to start a little earlier than most people. Um, that's, of course, all down to your choice of transport for the event. So since it's been a few years, thanks to the pandemic, can you remind us all how you personally make the journey to Cannes? Well, I like, um, as many people in this industry will know, to, I like to wear Lycra quite a lot. Um, so I like to travel <laughs> down to Cannes uh, on, by bicycle with um, a lot of other people in the industry who also like to wear Lycra mm -hmm. a lot. Um, so we left London, Hernhill Velodrome, in fact, on Wednesday the 9th of March um, and then spent seven days riding entirely into a headwind to to make it here to to Mipim on Tuesday um so it was usually Jess I absolutely adore the ride hmm. this time I lost my sense of humor quite I frequently I, I think we all sensed that a little bit on social media Sam <laughs> yes yes <laughs> it was it was hard but you know it's a it's a wonderful way to travel here um, one of the ride sponsors civic engineers um working with knight frank the main ride sponsor put together um a exercise looking to uh just see what the carbon footprint of the ride is um so we can set a bit of a baseline for for this year and then um hopefully improve that as years go forward but it is clearly even with our support crew a much more efficient way to to get to mipim uh, not only environmentally but there's a huge amount of um, social impact that comes with the ride too because we mm -hmm. raise huge amounts of money for the Club Peloton charities and so last time I looked I think we were at about £230,000 of fundraising um, so not quite at our target yet which is 255 but um, edging closer and I expect many more people once they've um, seen all the coverage heard all the stories of the wind and biblical rain that um, people will put their hand in their pockets and and help support those charities. Amazing, yeah, absolutely. Everyone listening, please do uh, dig deep. Uh, you you set a fine example uh, in your eco-friendly mode of transport, but you, you don't <laughs> seem to have quite persuaded any of the rest of the EG delegation to join you on the bike yet, Sam. Maybe I have tried year? for years, for years. We do have in our MD a Ironman, so uh, I'm, I'm going to work on him. 
and see if I can get him to, to do the ride. And in fairness, Sam was once successful in persuading me to do it. Not successful enough for me to live up to that promise, which is still a source of shame. <laughs> but, uh, but I'm not about to anytime soon, I'm afraid. Uh, meanwhile, whilst Sam was in Lycra swearing into a headwind, um, Damien, uh, you were asking Twitter uh, whether you should pack a tie. Yes, that was Sofra on Sunday evening at home uh, when my <laughs> wife asked me what I was doing. It was quite hard to explain and justify that I wasn't sitting there wasting a colossal amount of time, time running a <laughs> running a poll on what people would be wearing down here. I'd, ha I'd had a panic when for the first time in two years I thought I'd seen these stringy things in the wardrobe and thought, should I bring a couple along? Because I'd reminded myself what they what they were, and I thought the only thing I can do in that situation is ask the Twitter sphere what they thought. So, so I asked whether people would be wearing a tie, whether they'd bring a tie in case everyone else brought a tie, or what's a tie, effectively. And uh, yeah, th there's not a lot of tie fans. No. on Twitter, and there aren't very many Thai fans down here. I, I know, I, I voted firmly against, uh, so I, I'm, I'm glad I was in the majority. And I, well, there I were know, nearly, nearly 100 who did vote, actually, so um, it's, it's representative. I'm going to call that representative. Yeah, that's, that's statistically significant. Now, I, I do know that Sam has said a very firm nod to your plans to be EG's new sartorial correspondent, but but I am a little bit more indulgent than Sam is, so, so tell us... Uh, what, what's your, been your view of the fashion on show once you actually got out to Mifid, So once I'd finished wasting time running the big tie poll on Sunday night, I thought I was asked to do it by a, a female correspondent who was struggling to pack appropriate footwear. So I ran one for heels, flats, boots, or all of the above. And immediately I was asked where the, the snazzy trainer option yes. was. And I have to say, there's a big change this year. It's the uh, almost a dominance of snazzy trainers. Sam is wearing a snazzy pair of trainers right now, and plenty of others are as well. And I think we'll see more trainer action next year. I mean, um, I don't think we'll see a return of the tie anytime soon. And I'm sorry to say, I'm wearing a suit, and I'm feeling pretty exposed in a suit. So things are changing. <laughs> Uh, Sam is an industry leader in many ways, but I think definitely her trainers uh, are perhaps her greatest contribution to uh, to real estate. These ones don't light up, do These they? ones don't light up, but my greatest contribution to MIPIM, which I'm sure many people will agree, having um, seen me around uh, this week, is the My Little Pony Toms. Absolutely. that I also have been have been sporting so you know if you if, if you weren't quite into some of the panel discussions we were having just look down don't look up <laughs> um so how has uh, other than uh, clothing how has MIPIM been uh, for you both compared to, to pre-pandemic experiences are, are there any major changes you've noticed it's um it's inevitably smaller Mm -hmm. um, but that I don't think that is necessarily a bad thing because there are the right people for right now. I think are, are here. Um, the, we were talking as a team actually that actually the the content feels like it's been um, much better uh, mm -hmm. this year. So what people are talking about and the the quality of, um, of of people that are here having discussions and pushing pushing things forward. There is obviously a huge amount of discussion around ESG. Mm -hmm. um, not all of that um, entirely free of the old greenwash, but you know it's um, 
it's it's very much on the agenda for everyone. There's still people in in bars and um, in the restaurants in the evening. There's a a really positive vibe and so many people really really enjoying just um, being in human human contact with with other people and, and sort of rebuilding those those relationships that um, were sustained um, mm-hmm. virtually. But you know you add a little something extra when when you um, see someone in real life. Yeah, I think I think it's a little it feels a little bit more grown up. It's, there's always been grown up spaces and less grown up spaces. I think at previous meetings, but I think it's um, I've, I've only seen um, I've only seen grown ups. I think it's fair to say. <laughs> and there's less there's less prop as well. There's not there's not so much novelty. There's not cricket on the beach or the tunnel or those sorts of things. Less boat action as well. Um, and it feels a little bit more purposeful. I think. Mm-hmm. And EG, of course, had a, a very packed programme. What have been some of the highlights? Um, a really packed programme. I think it's um, well, we've you know we talked about all the topics that are on you know on the tip of everyone's tongue at the at the moment. So, you know, really good um, deep dive into um, how our how our cities are, are um, faring and really positive actually with them. Um, a lot of confidence in in UK cities in terms of the investment that they can draw in, and and you know a reminder that like let's stop being down on you know the pandemic and the period that we were in, and and seize the opportunities that there there are, and um, you know really um, make sure that we're holding on to that that resilience that was shown through through UK cities. We had, of course, conversations around ESG, around those really. Um, uh, attractive asset classes of life sciences and, and BTR, um, and inevitably a discussion around the future of the the office. And and one takeaway I had from from that session, and uh, I had just uh, just got off my bike, so I was uh, you know wasn't quite with it, but um, uh, there was a conversation around wellness, which you hear very often with um, with sort of office design, but this wasn't about the design; it was about the need for for us to get together and mm-hmm. how important that is for our wellness after being you know sort of isolated for for so long and the role that the office has to play in that um in that part of of our our lives i think the only agenda point really that i'd add to that has been i spent quite a bit of time on the uk government stand this week and the leveling up agenda I think has captured some attention you know for a while it felt like a slogan without very much policy behind it and it's fair to say it still needs a lot of fleshing out and um, I had a civil servant on the panel earlier who conceded as much but there is a, a real effort and I think there's beginning to be a belief that it might it might be meaningful and just as you know one point of evidence of that is that the housing minister came out the, the 20th housing minister of the last 23 years <laughs> should be said in post for five weeks but not many of his predecessors have come out and I think he he will have taken away the you know, the, the power of this industry and the, the enthusiasm in this industry to support that program if it is given real substance in government and they have got a bit of work to do to prove that but I think they they will be given the opportunity by this sector you can probably tell um, Jess that it is the start of Thursday night antics it's not Sunday as you say so if the, mm. if the volume of um, chat behind us is going up we do apologize for that but this is we, as live from can 
we should we should paint the slight picture for listeners as well in that, that Sam and Damien are currently sharing a pair of headphones on this <laughs> yes. on this call. Uh, and about so. to share a pizza as well. <laughs> Has yeah. that arrived? Not yet. Okay. We told right. you so, we're hanging up as soon yeah. as it comes. <laughs> what was the uh, so what was the most interesting thing that you've heard or seen this week? Oh, well, mine's not real estate related because we had a dinner last night and uh, one of the questions that was thrown around the table was um, from the for the from the very unique Mr. Phil Coffee of Coffee Architects was um, uh, his sort of, his dinner chat is tell me something surprising about yourself mm-hmm. and I probably can't repeat them on this um, <laughs> on this podcast but um, I learned some very interesting things that can never be published uh, over dinner last night which is one of the joys of of Mythin. Yeah. And I'm mentally going, I'm going through my list as well and uh, thinking I better not say that one, I better not, <laughs> not say that one. It, it ranges from disappearances to um, to, <laughs> to other things, <laughs> let's say. Um, the pizza, the pizza will probably be the highlight of the, of the week. I think, I mean, as, as ever, it is busy and, it, you know, it's, it's hard to eat at an appropriate time. It's 25 to 5 now and we're, we're still um, try, trying to have lunch. Sam and I haven't seen each other. Uh, all week, you know, we've been rushing around in different places. Um, I'm, I'm struggling to think of a most interesting thing, un- interesting thing, other than a long list of uns- unsubstantiated tales, which hopefully the news team can stand up over the next week or two. And one thing I, I wanted to ask you about: I did see one video tweet that, that was reporting how reports of Mippin's death have been greatly exaggerated, and it, it showed masses of crowds uh, sort of enjoying the, the canned sunshine on a different day. But what was noticeable in that is how overwhelmingly white male and, and suit wearing those captured on camera were. I, I just wondered whether that was representative of your experience. So I'd say that two of the three are absolutely, um, absolutely the case. So suit wearing, no. I wouldn't say overwhelmingly male. Certainly not compared to previous years. You know, we're not, we're not at fifty-fifty, but I think you know, noticeably, um, noticeably more balanced, but uh, mm-hmm. still leaning towards male. But white, yes. I think that, that's absolutely the case, and I think there's a long, there's a long way to go there to try and, um, you know, make this a representative of the, mm. you know, the stakeholders who need to be part of the conversation. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree with that. And there is actually a um, quite a um, visible group of women, you know, sort of bringing other women together here at MIPIM to, mm. to show that, that, you know, um, it, this is a place for women to come as as well. Um, but, it is overwhelmingly white. It is overwhelmingly middle middle class, as is the the industry. But it's a work in progress. You know, we're not going to fix that um, overnight. We're certainly not going to fix that in the in the two years we've just been been through. But um, it will come. I, did, I had an interesting conversation earlier today with, uh, with someone very senior from one of the large large global agents who said that they consciously made an effort to bring a more balanced team out this year and to do that they had to change the the, te- the the teams that they asked within the business so he said that there were less capital markets people out here which is still you know a largely unbalanced um, department within within most firms and they'd look to other teams as well which is perhaps reflective of the the changing nature of MIPIM that there are wider conversations around um, ESG and some of these other issues but it's not going to change unless you take very deliberate actions like that. 
uh, indeed, and then hopefully uh, those changes will will um, take shape over the next few years. Now, um, it would be a little unfair to quiz you on the week's news since you've both been so busy at MIPIM. So instead, we're going to play a very quick uh, little game I'm calling Pardon My French. Uh, so <laughs> okay. a very short quiz. Um, I was a relieved for a minute there, now I'm more worried. <laughs> yeah. It's just to see whether you've picked up any of the local lingo uh, while you've been out there or on previous trips. And I'm, I'm going to give you some buzzwords and phrases and, and, and see if you can tell me the French translations. So, uh, Sam, do you want to go first? Sure, why not? Real estate. That is um, French for real estate. <laughs> what is the French for real estate? Oh, sorry, I thought you were going to speak in French. And I was gonna... <laughs> no, no. Um... no, 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 no. That would be too easy. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Damien, have you ever come I, across It's dangerous to answer these questions. <laughs> it, I, I don't know. Uh, it is l'immobilier. Oh, l'immobilier. I know that. Oh, I do know uh, that. I've seen that word. Yeah. I don't know what it meant. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, Damien, can you have a crack at landlord in French? <laughs> well, I didn't get real estate. I'm hardly trying to get landlord. <laughs> I did go in a very nice... Um, I went to a meeting, someone had hired an apartment, we went up there to a meeting, but the, you know, the standard of the hallways and landings here is exceptional. There's a diversionary tactic. No, I don't know. I'm going to say monsieur. Uh, Just mister, because I bet probably, they are. Probably quite, quite usually, yes. Uh, proprietaire. Uh, is landlord. Uh, so I, 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 with, with, with hope rather than expectation, uh, Sam, I, I go tenant to you. Oh. Uh, occupy. Uh, that would make sense, but it is in fact a locataire. A locataire. Uh, okay, here we go. This one's slightly easier. Damien, the metaverse. <laughs> uh, it must be the metaverse. It is indeed the metaverse, and you got the right. Uh, the, you, you went correct for le rather than that as well. So well done. I, I didn't just uh, take a stab at that. So I knew that. <laughs> uh, Sam, leveling up. <laughs> uh, Jess, um, I hate you. <laughs> I, I don't know. I did German and Spanish, and how am I meant to know these things? Can we do a quiz? No one can even. No one can even, you know, describe what leveling up is in English. So how the hell am I meant to do it in French? Apparently, according to Google Translate, I should, I should, I should say, uh, mise à niveau, mise à niveau. Uh, okay, uh, just three more, Damien. Leasehold enfranchisement. <laughs> uh, just in case it comes up, uh, it is émancipation à bale. Émancipation à bale. And then two very special ones, one, one for each of you. Uh, so, Sam... <laughs> I'd I, I intuited that maybe uh, your pizza might arrive before you could get there. Uh, Sam, for you, puncture. Puncture. Um, med. That's what you say when you get a puncture. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Uh, just in case uh, you do need to ask for help, uh, it is la crevaison. La crevaison. And Damien, finally, uh, the French for necktie. <laughs> you could be Google translating this. I, I you could, could be cheating. Be. Oh, I'm so diligent. Um, <laughs> The, the string de on. Uh, it, 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 it's a, li a little bit more logical than that. You, uh, it, is an, uh, it was, in fact, I think one of your options on Twitter, possibly. 
Le necktie. Uh, it is uh, la cravate. La oh. cravate. Yeah. So you can see you can see the logic there. Uh, brilliant. Did we um, win? So uh, I, I, let's call it a draw. It was a fantastic performance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pardon my French will not be returning to uh, EG like Sunday morning anytime soon. But who knows? Maybe this time next year. Uh, has your pizza arrived yet? It literally just arrived, yes. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, please do uh, enjoy uh, your pizza. Tuck in. Uh, enjoy the rest of your time in France. And I will see you back in the UK soon. Uh, to everybody else at home, you have been listening to EG Like Sunday Morning. Au revoir. Au revoir. <laughs>